0: Unscripted. each episode is available to view on youtube so be sure to check us out you can also find us on facebook instagram and twitter
1: thanks for listening and enjoy the show so i knelt down and prayed to and prayed to god saying look if this is true please tell me but god please tell me in a dream and that night i had a dream really, um, really? and if you like it can i can tell you about it.
0: Everyone, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. Uh, th- we're coming to you live at the moment uh, from two different continents. Uh, we have a very special guest today. We can't can't see his face at the moment because uh, he's having some some camera issues, unfortunately. But uh, he's a very special guest, very good friend. His name is Charlie, and he's from England, right?
1: Indeed, Indeed. England. And it's a very nice place, despite the weather.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right here. Is it, is it just always cloudy and rainy, or is that how it goes over there? We'll put it
1: like this. Outside my window, it's sunny currently, but earlier this morning, it was rainy. So we get uh, we get all sorts. It's quite diverse. Okay.
0: You, you experience all different seasons in a given day, is that right?
1: We do. We're very lucky.
0: <laughs> so I just barely met you, Charlie. We just barely started talking in the last <laughs> few minutes, but... Uh, but we're very happy that you could join us today. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. We're going to be hearing about how you came to the gospel, um, kind of uh, your experience there, gaining your testimony. So, mm-hmm. just give us a little bit of background and uh, and just fire away, man.
1: Sure. So I was born. Uh, I was born in London um, to a to um, a, quite a religious family. we were we're raised Protestant. Um, in the Church of England now which is a little weird because the Church of England is sort of split between sort of quite traditional but not very believing and then you got very low church sort of straight hmm. um got well almost quite calvinist um which was the branch i was raised in um okay. so going to church every sunday um and yeah it was it, i was raised i was raised uh, learning the bible so i had a religious background and I, I really, I really loved uh, my faith and I'd always enjoy going to Sunday school when I was younger, meeting everyone uh, in my town. Uh, it was quite a religious town. Um, most of us um, who are from the same school would go to the same church. Um, so it was very, it was very nice. But come that's 15, like Utah,
0: maybe in, in it's kind of like you Utah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but come 15, 16, um, I entered this thing called confirmation and of course our church has the same principle but it's a little different in the Anglican church Um, because it's you you do it when you're a late teenager Um, you're baptized as a baby, Uh, I was baptized when I was one then you're confirmed when you're 15 and this was really where I started learning more about what my particular church believed Um, and although I agreed with a lot of the fundamentals there are some issues which um, which stood out to me, and I found very difficult to accept. For example, predestination—you um, know, the belief that before one is born, one is either assigned to uh, damnation or salvation. Um, the, the Trinity was a huge was a huge issue. I remember I had lots of um, feisty debates with my uh, <laughs> with my um, confirmation teacher. Uh, oh, brings back good oh, memories.
0: That does um, happen. It's not just stories that we hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. And the more I learned, the more I felt um, not quite disturbed, but put off by what I was brought up with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember my mother; uh, she told me, "Look, get confirmed, but really analyze what you believe in, uh, really commit to it." So I decided to do just that. And Um, was your mom
0: like very? Was she pretty uh, committed to the faith herself?
1: Very much so. Uh, Both my parents um, still are. Okay. Um, So I did some exploring. I um, I looked into very diff- various different churches. Um, we quite my my grandmother and my aunt are Catholics, so I had a bit of experience of that faith. So I, I tried to look into that. Um, I looked into everything, even Orthodoxy, um, different Protestant denominations such as um, the Baptist Church. Um, uh, I even, when I was younger, I even attended uh, Baptist Church for a little while. And although I found great things in all those churches. Um, it didn't quite hit the spot, as we say. Um, it yeah. didn't quite fulfill what I was looking for. Um, but anyway, I I remember um, I, I had heard about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but um, all I'd heard about, all I thought about it was it was founded by a chap called Joseph Smith, um, and all the followers <laughs> have 40 wives and live in Utah in the desert. <laughs> yeah um, I, was, I was slightly disappointed when i found out the truth but um
0: <laughs> it's a lot less uh, interesting nowadays <laughs> i do <laughs>
1: um but um i remember as well i was in class i was in a theology class and i had a teacher who used to work in film and someone we we're looking at different religious denominations and someone said what about the mormons and he said he then put on a clip of um this breakaway sort of fundamentalist um polygamy sets and i remember saying yes Yes. do the mormons still um practice polygamy and he said yes they still do um (laughs) so i got the very much the wrong idea
0: different group until
1: (laughs) (laughs) until, um when i was 16 i think it was april 2018 i got a knock on the door and i opened it and um there were two sister missionaries and um, funny enough, my family were at church and I was being rebellious and staying behind. <laughs> so <laughs> I chatted with them. I invited them in and um, I was about to offer them a cup of tea, which is what we do here in Britain. But then I realized that was kind of off off, uh, off limits. Um, but you knew enough and knew
0: to know pieces of the word of wisdom. Cool.
1: I knew a little bit. <laughs>
0: cool.
1: And we began talking um, I remember we had a sister Wilkin from Utah and sister Latelia from uh, from Chile, and they bought out a, a Book of Mormon and they they asked me to read a passage with them, and we read out uh, the account of the first vision um, when when Joseph Smith had his first had his first vision, right. and the gospel right. first started being restored, and I remember reading it and thinking, well, this is all very nice, but um, but I don't believe it. Um, but I said, "Look, I'll exchange numbers with you. Um, I'm fine with continuing talking." Um, and so we did. I um, I took the book home, and about a week later, the missionaries called me again and asked if they could start lessons. And I said, um, "Sure thing." So we read um, again. Same thing. I I kind of I thought it was nice, but I didn't really believe in it. Um, but you were okay with coming back. I was okay with coming back because I was interested. I will admit that even though I didn't believe at that stage, there's something about the faith which gripped me. Um, I think it was, I know this sounds a bit cliche, but the, the purity of it, it, yeah. it threw out all the old theological baggage that you know went down with the centuries, and it was something fresh. It was something new. It sort of sang to my spirit. Um, yeah. But there came a stage a few months later when I think Sister Wilkin phoned me up and said, um, and asked me if I'd like to go to church, uh, which was now I know in Utah you're a little bit spoiled with your wards, but uh, over in Hopefully England, uh, one ward would be about 10, 20 miles away from the other. Oh, um, okay. So I said, sure, sure. Um, and that Sunday, I went to church uh, with my unbelieving heart. But I walked in and I was immediately hit by some sense of there's some truth to this. Hmm. Um, as I said, I was 16 at the time.
0: I'm sorry, how long ago was this?
1: So this was, this would have been June 2018, so about two and a half years ago, okay, uh, yeah, more or less. And um, I remember meeting people my own age and thinking how mature they were. They were, you know, they're about, whatever, 15 to 18, but they were still, they were all looking forward to going on their missions, they were well behaved, they presented themselves well. I remember everyone was so welcoming. Um, it really hit It really sort of tugged at my heartstrings. Um, i have been in all sorts of churches and it it was never quite the same. Um, So I I remember the next day I phoned up the missionaries and said, do you mind if I return again? And they said, of course you can. (laughs) (laughs) And this continued um, until I still wasn't believing. But I remember um, praying about it once and I got some sort of confirmation It was almost a sort of nudge in that direction but i suppose the true moment where i really converted was when i i was on holiday in greece um that same year and i had taken my copy of the book of mormon with me because i thought i might as well do as the sister missionary said and read through passages and get to grips with the door um i remember one evening it was quite late at night i I was quite. I was thinking about this quite a lot. I really didn't know what to believe at this stage. So I knelt down and prayed to and prayed to God, saying, "Look, if this is true, please tell me." But God, please tell me in a dream. And that night, I had a dream.
0: Really. Um, really?
1: And if you like, it can I can tell you about it.
0: If you're comfortable.
1: I'm comfortable. Um, I dreamt that I was walking down this marble path. Um, this whitewash path and on either side of the road or, or the, or the paving there, are, there are different religious buildings. You might have the Catholic church on one side, a, a mosque on the other, um, a Protestant church and in front of them, there were black gates. And whenever I try and enter, I heard a voice saying, do not en- enter, um, because my, my spirit is not with these people. And I carry on doing this in my dream. Until I saw one building with a huge spire with a golden angel on the top. And I went in my dream, I went through and I heard a voice saying, you can you can enter because my spirit is with these people. I looked up at the above door and it said, holiness of the Lord, house of the Lord. And when I woke up, I didn't know what that meant. But when I flew back home, um, I remember talking to the missionaries about this. And then (laughs) they suddenly said, do you know what that means? And I said, no, I don't.
0: Wait a minute. So you didn't even know what temples were at this point?
1: I knew what temples were, but I only knew that there were just some that that Latter day Saints would, would go there. I, I had never seen a, a picture of, of a temple never, I had never I knew I only knew that they existed and that was about it. And ah, um wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, okay, I probably better accept this. Um the only trouble was, as I said, <laughs> I came from quite a Protestant home, and my parents said, "You can believe whatever you want, but before you're eighteen, you can't you, you can't do anything official, you can't get baptized. So right. I remember I think I had I'm trying to remember the exact number, but it was somewhere around six scheduled baptisms, and it was only on the last one, which was August the fourth last year, that I was actually baptized um but it was a two-year wait but it was worth it and um yeah i've been in the church ever since
0: wow that's incredible (laughs) uh i've never heard a story like that before uh dream like god speaking to you through dreams that's a that's a special gift uh i've i've heard of you know i've heard of it happening read about it in scripture stories (laughs) like the bible but I've never had something like that. That's amazing. Uh, so what was it like waiting? It was, it was about two years, right? You said two years that you accepted the gospel in your heart to the time that you were able to be baptized.
1: Mm. Well, it was an interesting period because I could only sort of half commit to the faith because, um, because I was sort of, you know, I, I had the support of my ward of course, but, um, I had sort of one foot in my original church, the Anglican Church, one foot in, in um, you know, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So it was a matter of trying to balance these two out. But um, it was it was an interesting period because I would raise some issues that I learned, um, that I learned from um, from the church, and I raised them in, in in you know in in my old church, um, such as issues of salvation. Um, Issues of authority, script, you know, um, scriptural authority, and I'd often, I'd often sort of get into debates with people uh, my own age or our youth leaders, um, and I, I would rarely reveal, I, I wouldn't reveal, you know, where, where, what I converted to in my heart, um, mm-hmm. but I would, I would try and challenge them on some bits of doctrine because I was curious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember one, one person one one chap, um, he got a little concerned, and he said, look, do you want to meet uh, at some stage and discuss this, and I said, sure. And um, we, we were, he came from a very sort of Calvinist perspective, and I was coming from a completely different one. Right, um, right. And we were discussing issues such as predestination, and I was trying to argue the opposite. And I just remember thinking that what the faith that I had left at at heart was false it was it did not affirm um the true heart of the gospel it was lacking in spirit and the church that i joined would fill me with such happiness whenever i thought of it Mm -hmm. and i do not regret taking this decision one bit
0: wow how does your how do your parents feel about it
1: they don't agree with it but they say i'm an adult now Uh, i have to make my own decisions um they said they'll love me nonetheless, which is good. Um, good. But I know that for other people, other young converts, um, it can parents can sometimes give a more it could be more anti in the way they they view the church. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I was lucky in the sense that my bishops were very supporting, um, they're very understanding of my situation. Um, but I know for other people, it can be a lot harder, and um, we have to pray for them.
0: Yeah. Uh a lot of people ha- don't have family that is as accepting of their decision as, as yours is. do
1: mm. so get me um, wrong, I got into plenty of of um discussions. Well I say discussions, arguments.
0: I'm sure. Events. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um I think we think I think uh they've come to accept that I'm I'm a bit a little bit too stubborn to go back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it's almost like once you have uh once you've tasted The gospel it's it's hard to to have anything else you
1: know i think it's um it's one of those things where it's very difficult to truly appreciate it unless you're actually in it so um when i talk about my faith with some people um they they can't really understand the true beauty of it from from an outside perspective or at least they're not willing to
0: um
1: Mm. But no, it's interesting. Um, I I'm really grateful for the church. It's really helped me reform my life, and um, you can notice it on other people. I I, I can easily I, I think spending more time around other members of the church. It's been a very very good and very uplifting experience. Um, I met some great people. Um, a lot of people from America, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, about half my board, <laughs> really? and um, yeah, and I think the church culture as well, particularly for the youth, is really good, really uplifting, and I think uh, lots of things to look forward to.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, have you uh, have you noticed any difference? Because you were basically you were you were culturally you were uh, believing in the church for two years before you were baptized was there a, is there any difference between that and then this time since you've been baptized like have you noticed a difference
1: well yes i think um as far as i suppose daily life is, is concerned um because i'm because i can now be much more active in the church um that really has i suppose it's it's changed the way that i i i think to talk to people how i treat people not that i was horrible beforehand but um i think being in the church um you can believe it all you want but as unless you're actually in it and are devoted to it it's it's very difficult to um to view people in the same way that the gospel commands for example um i know that we're always we're taught to love other people to um that that we're all children of, of God of Heavenly Father um no matter what our faith is and being constantly reminded of this is a great assurance and encouragement um of how of how you can treat your fellow man.
0: I love that. And I think like having the the Holy Ghost especially is something that can really help you it, it almost helps you shift the way that you see
1: other people and the way that you see the world and God. Mm. I would encourage um, anyone of any faith to really explore, explore the gospel. If you're not sure, um, talk to some missionaries. Just pray about it, and the truth will be revealed.
0: Amen. It's uh, sometimes it's it's difficult to make those steps. That's that's super cool. I'm, I'm really happy that you were able to to find that. So during the time, though, that, like, yeah, you, you studied a lot of different other faiths. After all of that, and after spending time in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and being baptized, uh, what has happened to your relationship with Christ?
1: Well, beforehand, I never knew how to view him. Um, first of all, you know, was he God? Was he, was he not God? Um, but now I view him as not only a role model, but as someone who's absolutely essential to salvation and someone who I can always trust, um, someone who is perfect. And I think particularly now we have the Book of Mormon um, and of course it's another testament of Jesus Christ. Um, that has only strengthened my relationship because now I can see how, uh, Jesus has helped people of different, um, you know, different areas of the world that we did not know about before. Um, you know, we, had, we did not know of his dealings before um, it was revealed. Yeah. And I think viewing him in this way, it was beforehand. It was like I had half the half the puzzle, and now I got all the other pieces. And you put them together, you've got a whole picture that is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And yeah this has only strengthened my my faith in him it's it's really wonderful and um i know that other christian denominations um they do have definitely have a a chunk of that knowledge but full knowledge only comes upon conversion to the church of jesus christ the last day saints um and i say testify this in the name of jesus christ amen amen thank you so much for
0: for sharing with us charlie uh that's amazing. I love, uh, I love hearing other stories from, especially in the uh, other cultures. I mean, all the way over in the UK. I mean, I've never talked to someone from, you know, who grew up in the church of England and who grew up with that perspective or even Calvinist and anything like I've heard about it. I've never, never spoken to someone who, who grew up that way, but it's, it's awesome to see how your experience with the church has brought you closer to Christ. And, uh, you change your life so much so thanks for coming on and sharing
1: no worries it's my pleasure
0: uh is there uh, anything else you want to say to the people before we end
1: um come visit england it's a lovely country and <laughs> <laughs> um yes and also keep to the faith it's great it's wonderful and praise god <laughs>
0: awesome <laughs> cool well thanks everyone thanks for watching and have a good day
1: you too